1: It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's pack show, Open Houses. Should you have one, yes or no? Well, in studio with her expert advice is the premier realtor from Keller Williams Infinity in Orland Park. Yeah, that's Lena Materia. Also, why professional photography is important in the sale of a home. Yeah, I could tell you that as an appraiser. And in studios, the premier realtor from Baird & Warner. Yeah, that's Polish. Mark McKenna, I love saying that because he speaks Polish too. Also, honesty, where in this real estate market? But the shortcut <laughs> to great real estate transactions is really honesty. And I'm going to tell you why. No, I won't tell you why. The premier real estate attorney we have as our co-host, Vincent Arricchio, he'll tell you why. And that's perfect. Um, also, warranties and guarantees from home inspectors. Do they have it after they do the home inspection? I don't know. But in studio is the premier inspector from Chicagoland Home Inspectors Incorporated. Yeah, that's Charlie Bellafontaine, And... Wow, last, between interest rates and changes in the SBA 504 loan program, now really is the time to refinance your owner-occupied commercial loan. And why? Well, president and owner of Commercial Lending X, Brad Hedick, is in studio. Yes, we do have a packed house today with a lot of valuable information, so get a pen and pencil ready, everybody. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good, good morning.
1: morning. So, Lena Materia, I know you know more than me, of course. But open houses, I heard, oh, that's where people go and they get coffee and they get lunches and they get desserts and champagne. And then some people say, no, open houses, because it's nosy neighbors. But then Mark McKenna, Baron Warner here says, no, I do really good at open houses. But you're the expert. What's going on? (laughs) So
3: first of all, when it comes to open houses, I never serve lunch. I do have refreshments and snacks for when people come through because some people do go around, scope out different homes and they get thirsty. So it is nice to have a little something there for them. Uh, What I did learn is not to serve lunch because that's when you're getting the people who may not be interested in the home, just checking to see um, what you're serving and have a bite to eat and take off without really even looking at the home or having any interest. But in today's market, most people think an open house isn't necessary just because homes are selling very quickly. But from experience, this is probably the year that I've done the most open houses in my 10-year career. And the main reason for that is because my job as a realtor is to sell your property um, with an uh, increase in visibility, and that could be done with an open house, and to shorten the time on the market. So how can a realtor get top dollar if they're only allowing certain timeframes for showings? So my strategy has become where if, an, um, you know, especially with COVID and people working from home, not everyone has that flexibility to let people into their house at any time, So what I've come to realize is it's really important to make sure that you are working with every buyer. Every property is different and you need to come up with a plan of action that works for everyone. So when it comes to open houses, what I've been doing lately is I would list a property on Thursday, for example, and we won't allow any showings until the open house, for example, that that weekend. So by regulations, you can't just list the house and not let showings for a week. You have to allow showings within 48 hours. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what I would do is list it on a Thursday. This is specifically aimed for people who run businesses out of their home or they have some sort of disability and just don't want to deal with the general public um, coming and going at all times of the day. So when I'm able to list it on a Thursday and we host an open house on Saturday, that gets people excited, all those people who wanted to get in there, we put in a decent time frame, we market the property, we notify neighbors. Um, this way we have the most increased visibility. And that definitely increases our chance of selling the property that weekend instead of waiting a week, two weeks, seeing what's going to happen. And it's usually one and done for the sellers. They don't have to keep coming and going, taking their pets out, worrying about nap time for a showing, if they have little kids, or office meetings. So it really does work out for sellers, who especially if they're working from home.
1: Well. What's, let's say you have an open house, but your property went into so much demand and popularity, they want to be there. You've got fifteen showings that Sunday while the open house is going on, so you got to take a number and re- take names,
3: right? Pretty much, that's what I do. So I actually, I if it. we if we if we plan it out right and we market it properly and notify the general public and we have it marketed on all the different websites that there's an open house taking place, usually by the time the open house is starting, there's already a line of people there. So it's very important um, when I know it's going to be a busy open house, I make sure one of my team members is present with me so we can make sure we attend to everyone, make yes. sure the house yes. is protected, yes. make sure me, myself as a realtor, whether you're a male or a female, you need to protect yourself and make sure you're safe. Um, and also, if I have enough time to notify a loan officer, I would ask them to be at the, at the open house as well. They. Will, I heard
1: a certain open houses where it was
3: there's like two stop. or
1: three... People come in, but they have this planned out. One talks to you in the kitchen while the other two are going upstairs to the drawers of the different places trying to rip the place off.
3: And we always make sure that we (laughs) protect people. So owners need to know that they have the right to protect their home. And you're allowed to have hidden cameras. You're allowed to have cameras. The main thing is we always always educate people that when they walk through the door, notifying them that the owner may have cameras throughout the house or they may be listening to surveillance. That is going to, and usually if someone's up to no good, they're not even going to be interested in going past the front door.
1: And with the crowds now, you, you, you have to have them sign in.
3: Most definitely. We do a nice sign-in sheet. I do one single sheet per person, so not everyone sees all the other person's contact information I for love it. privacy yeah, I purposes. Love it. Yeah, that's good. Um, this way they don't know how many people actually came to the open house because that's between me and the seller, so we could come up with a strategy of how we're going to present deadlines if we did receive a lot of offers from the
1: open house. Wow. And how long do open houses last? Typically, what, noon to four? Or yeah, about two to three? to three hours.
3: It just depends. So if it's a house that has high demand, we try to extend that a little bit longer so we can make sure everyone has the right time frame to and get in what's there. The, I don't
1: know. What's the, um, the reason for having and the, the goal for having an open house is just to say you don't need to make an appointment?
3: Uh, well, or? no. Open houses is just to increase visibility. So sometimes they'll be on the market for a week, two weeks. It's just to market the house more, put out more signs. I would
1: bet you that if Not, somebody in their family just got done going to church and they're driving around the neighborhoods, they see a, a sign on the intersection a couple blocks away. Hey, let's turn in.
3: And it's very important to respect the other person. And if they're working with a realtor, you all I do is get that person's last name and their realtor's information. I don't need to know how long they've been looking, if they're qualified. That's none of my concern. My concern is if you came to the house and you liked it, give me the right point of contact. So I could follow up properly in efforts to sell the property for my and client. And
1: sometimes you're going to get people coming in the open house. I would just thinking about this now. They're not working with the realtor.
3: Yeah, it does happen. But, that it but does they're, look, looking, they're looking around the neighborhood. That's funny because some people believe open houses is just for lead generation. And that is a second part to it. But that isn't the only reason why we do open houses. Our main priority is to make sure the house is marketed as properly as possible for our clients. Yeah.
4: Well, if I can say something. Uh, Mark McKenna here. Thank you. Uh, you know, the open houses, they actually serve a purpose. I received two offers this past year at the open house, yeah. you know, on the spot. Uh, a nice thing about it, just like uh, Lena and Randy mentioned before, Uh, You have the two, three hour window when everybody kind of gets squeezed in also shows a huge demand for the house. You know, people want to buy what other people want. You know, when they see the crowd going in, they are more likely to to compete and put an offer, you know, during an open house.
3: And that's another reason why I have a loan officer there is for the people who weren't even considering buying or selling. And that house on the corner was one they always liked, but never thought of buying it. But now they saw an open house sign. They swing by. And the loan officer could answer their questions, and if they're ready, they could get them pre-approved on the spot. And they, maybe they
1: just wanted to always live in the neighborhood, and it was by chance they were driving by that there's a house there, maybe not the one yeah. they wanted
3: last year. And one of the things I want to close with, most people are concerned about nosy neighbors just coming in to look at the houses. The neighbors are the ones we want to come in there. They're the ones who have family, friends, co-workers yes. who may want to live in that area. So we want we want to publicize and So the how house. can
1: somebody get a hold of you, Lena?
3: You could call me at 708-737-4444. Or check out my website, the com.
1: Nice. That's Lena Mataria with Thank uh, you. Yeah, Keller Williams Infinity in Orland Park. And speaking of great information, we're moving right along here. Mark McKenna is one of the premier realtors from Baird and Warner, and he was talking about why professional photography is important in the sale of the home. Good morning, Mark. Good
4: morning, good morning, beautiful Sunday morning. So, you know, uh touching up to Lena's, you know, uh, Topic, open houses, you know, you want to get the most exposure for your home when you put it on the market. And uh, one of the best things you can do is actually hire a professional photographer, you know. Um, think about it. Uh, in today's day and age, most people use Internet. They use computers. They use their uh, cell phones to search for homes. Uh, that's even before, you know, contacting Mark, uh, share
1: with you something? I'm pulling up comparable sales all the time on the Internet on the MLS. I got... Realtors putting a photo that they're taking in the house, and they go to the bathroom, and it's a picture of them in the in the mirror in the mirror. In the mirror. And it's a, they go in high rise condo instead of walking across the street to take the picture of the whole building, they're standing in front of it. They take a picture of the front door. These yeah. these photos are really important.
2: And,
3: and when they're not professional, they're uploading them upside down or sideways. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I've seen it all. Uh,
2: now, well, one uh, of the main. Uh, go ahead. I think Mark's actually favoring and this is vincent aricchio our but, great attorney well thank you i think he's favoring professional photography because he looks like a model okay i, th- I think he, he <laughs> knows you. these photographers he's all dressed up look at that hey hair. model mark McKenna. we got to take a quick break <laughs> oh.
1: we're going to a commercial yeah, i don't I look at he's turning
5: red you're got he's not gonna be able to finish the show now <laughs> <laughs> you're listening
1: to the real estate revealed radio show enjoyed every sunday morning eight to nine a.m i'm randy barcella your show host Happy Sunday, America. And I'm so happy. And thank you all again for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's so good.
1: And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. You are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And right before the break, we were talking with the premier realtor from Baron Warner. And he's also our Polish-speaking uh, realtor, Mark Makina, uh, about um, why professional photography in a home.
4: All right. So changing topics from models to uh, real <laughs> estate again. Uh, one, uh, one other thing I want to add. NAR did a study a few years ago uh, it shows that you know having professional pictures and many of them you know they, they they said 20 plus pictures when you put them on the website it shortened the time that house was on the on the market for almost half versus pictures that they were done uh, uh, on a cell phone or just had one or two pictures so what can you do you know when you finally uh, get your house ready to list and you order a uh, Photography. What can you do to get the house ready? You know to uh, get the best possible pictures. I'm going to give you a few pointers. And uh, Lena, if you can uh, pitch in, uh, if you have That's any perfect. anything to say, so let's start with uh, make sure that the house is clean. Uh, start with the kitchen, clear and clean all the kitchen kitchen counters, sink. Get rid of all the uh, magnets from the refrigerator. You know uh, people like to do stick their pictures, uh, notes, things like this. You want to declutter as much as Possible vacation,
1: destination, <laughs> key- magnets. keychains, magnets, oh, correct? My <laughs> yes,
4: yeah. So, go into the next next point you know, go into your bathrooms and clean up. You know, get rid of all the stuff that you see on the sink. Uh, make sure everything is presentable, no dirty towels uh, laying around. Uh, close the lid on the toilet, you know, it's very, very important. Uh, Now, you want to show the house in best possible light, so make sure you replace all the bulbs if there's any burnt-out bulbs, and I would recommend to get the LEDs. I've seen houses where
1: they've got light bulbs from five years ago, the the ones that aren't that bright. Yeah. But you replace them with the brighter LEDs, oh my gosh, it's night and day. Oh my
4: gosh. Makes a a big difference. Also, open up all the uh, window uh, curtains. Let the natural light in. Uh, Turn off uh, any ceiling fans, any uh, TV screens or monitor screens—you know the way they do pictures right now—it will show blurry on the picture if the ceiling screen is actually turning. Um, another thing: make sure you make all the beds. It's a simple thing, but you know I walk in into houses so many times with the photographer, and I am his assistant at that point. So uh, I've done—you know—cleaning. I've done—you know—making up making up beds for for people to make it look look presentable one important thing get rid of at least for a time you know when you're selling the house get rid of all the personal items and personal photos of your family you know you don't want those photos to be out there for other people to see Uh, I work. So keep the walls and everything neutral. Neutral. You know, I I have a great professional photographers that, you know, they're able to kind of blurry the images on the pictures, even if you keep them there. But it's a smart thing just to get rid of it for the durations of the sale of the home. You know, the potential buyer wants to see themselves in the new home. They don't want to look at you all, you know, personal stuff. what else uh all the other clutter that you can find you know shoes coats jackets put them in the closets you know get them out of the 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 main uh, main house you know what uh, what about the front of a house get out to the front curb and get the front and the side of the house Randy you're reading my mind that's what I was going
1: to And next. go in the back of the house take the front and the side and the same Get, get, get them far away. I've seen people, realtors don't get professional. They walk up to the front of the house. Why don't you go to the curb in the street? Let me see. You have to see the whole house. <laughs> Take
4: a picture of the whole house. Yes. And when you do that, you know, get rid of all the cars that are in the driveway or on the road, right in front of the house. You yeah. don't want that, yeah. you know, disturbing the picture. Uh, go in the backyard, mm. take the picture from uh, from the backyard. You know, if you have a great backyard, you know, with like patio deck, open up those umbrellas. You know, present it as a great spot to be. You know, for the new for the new buyer. Uh, I did ahead. want
3: to chime in on that. When this I is tell, Lena Materia I always tell my sellers to put on their buyer's eyes, as if they're buying the property. Smart. How would they want it to be presented? And that helps them a lot see past their own belongings they get clutter and they don't realize it, but when they go in there with the perspective of a buyer, it makes a huge difference.
4: That is a great point. You know, I actually say the same thing to most of my sellers, you know, uh, just like you said, put it on the buyer's head, see, you know, if you were going to buy the house, what do you like about it, what you don't like about it, and, you know, correct it. Uh, so going back, you know, uh, again, another thing that you can uh, remove, you know, people like to leave their uh, garbage cans sometimes out front, uh, get rid of it, sweep the sidewalks. Make the house presentable. Trim the bushes. Cut the grass. Uh, uh, and one more very important thing—I yeah, I yeah. don't want to miss that. You know, uh, because I've been dealing with this for for you know, a few times. A lot of people they have pets in the house, okay? And oh, we, you know, if something. you if you have a dog, if you have a cat, you might not be so sen- sensitive to its, you know, smell. Because you 're kind of conditioned to it, but other people coming in they might have allergies, or they will actually feel But and on smell. the photo some of them have these little apartments for cats. they could <laughs> jump up to here,
1: jump up to here, jump up to there,
4: yeah, put that in the garage put that in the garage, <laughs> get rid of all those uh, dog you know bats you know they're they're feeding uh, bowls and things like this uh, it, it's going to make a big difference
1: and it can't be a lot of money to hire a professional photographer at all.
4: Not at all. You know, depends who you go with. Yeah. You know, I actually cover all the charges uh, when somebody lists with me. You, but to give you an idea, depends on what pictures and how many pictures you do. It costs us anywhere from a hundred to uh, four hundred dollars. It's nothing. Why do you want to cut corners when you're
3: selling your house? And your realtor is willing to pick up the tab.
4: Yeah,
1: so. you know, if you think <laughs> full it's, service. Full if you think it's. Too expensive to hire a professional? Why do you hire an amateur to run around with a phone?
4: I love and, that. And, Don't oh, you're destroying that. it. Hire the professional. Mark Makina, how can I get a hold of you? Best way to get uh, get to me, is uh, just call me directly on my cell, 847-790-6749. I'm going to repeat that, 847-790-6749. And, of course, I've got to say something in Polish because, you know, I'm a Polish. Uh, and, jak się masz? Dziękuję za wysłuchanie audycji. And what did you say in American? I just thank you for listening to me. Fantastic. Mark McKenna, Baird and Warner.
1: Also, too, we've got our Lena Materia. I didn't forget at all, but she is also bilingual and she's bilingual in Arabic, correct? Yes, I am. And do you don't want to say something to uh, your Arabic community? Sabah al khair, ya And that means?
3: Good morning, beautiful people.
1: Fantastic. You're sounding like Vincent Arikio. <laughs> Good morning, beautiful everybody. <laughs> I <love> hey, it. <laughs> and speaking of beautiful himself, Vincent Arikio. He does both commercial and residential, and his topic is honesty. And I'm thinking, what, in the real estate and finance world, <laughs> honesty? Well, the shortcut to a great real estate transaction is honesty. Isn't that correct, Vincent?
2: It is. All right. For everyone out there in radio land and in the studio, I have a question. What songwriter came up with these lyrics, okay? Honesty is such a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue honesty is hardly ever heard and mostly what I need from you. Now, I know Charlie knows this one. I think uh, I'm going to go to Brad first. Uh, yeah, you, you too got young. me. Brad's too young. All right, Charlie. I'm
6: sorry. I don't know either.
2: Oh, no way! Yeah. All right, Randy, you're in biz- You're in radio. You're in entertainment. Do you remember who that was? It was a female singer, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. W- what am I hanging out with here? It's uh, Billy Joel. Billy 19- Joel. 19- oh, my gosh. And I love Billy Joel. Billy Joel, 1978. Now, I was seven uh, oh, well, years you know old. What you should have sang. You just talked it out. If you I, really want to lose if you, to <laughs> if you just sang, I'd have got it. Uh, so honesty uh, in a real estate transaction. All, right, all right. right, everybody. There's ways to make a deal go smooth. You can be honest with yourself. You can be honest with the lender when you're a buyer, and you can be honest with the other, uh, the other side of the deal, meaning the buyer and the seller. So honesty with yourself. I know, I know, I know. It's exciting times, and I know buying a house is the great American dream. That's why mo- all of us in this room do this kind of work. We're a part of this great experience in someone's lives, the American dream, homeownership. Uh, I think uh, far and away, what Tom Cruise was, for, for political purposes, I'll say, a person's nothing without land. It used to be a man's nothing without land. But okay, so we do this work, but you want to be honest with yourself. What can you afford? You will get pre approval from your lender. And some lenders will even tell you a pre-approval more than you would want, even though you could afford it, but you'd be stretching your budget.
1: Yeah, but I want that $600,000 house with the built-in pool. They're never going to look up my income. I know I can only afford 300 Uh, payments.
2: Well, the point being honest here is you don't want to waste (laughs) your own time. That's right. You don't want to waste the lender's time and you don't want to waste the seller's time who's getting into this deal. I call a real estate deal a dance. It's a relationship. The buyer and the seller are are coordinating their movements, working together. If you as a buyer stretch yourself too thin or if you as a buyer get too much house, even though you can get a loan for it, um, it is not a good idea. So first- You
1: know what? We're coming to a quick break. Oh, great one himself. I don't know why I say that all the time about Vincent Riccio, because he knows so much about everything, and he's the sense of humor and the entertainment here. But you were speaking about the dance, doing a dance. Did you see the last week's uh, show? We had videos of Lena Met, uh, no, um, Teresa Mueller and Paula Avenham dancing. Get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com. Look at the girls dancing, and we're having a blast here. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. I'm Randy Barcelli your show host, and we'll be right back with more of Vincent Riccio.
0: back to the show sure to answer your questions about the real estate market real estate revealed with Randy Barcella. I, I can see but you when
2: you dance, 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 dance. Ain't, nobody leaving, dancing.
1: ain't nobody leaving soon here we're having a blast in studio and we love it here welcome back to the real estate revealed radio show enjoyed every sunday morning 8 to 9 a.m. i'm randy Barcella, your show host have you been out to the website realestate revealed.com R E V E-A-L-E-D dot com. We've got biographies, testimonies, videos, podcasts of everybody. Uh, we've got podcasts in the last two years' worth of shows. And on Facebook now, this morning, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook, we've got videos in studio. And speaking of great information, uh, the key to success and the shortcut to great real estate transaction is honesty. It truly is. And that's what Vincent Riccio was sharing with us.
2: So in addition to being honest with yourself about your financial position, you want to be, as a buyer, you want to be honest with the lender. Um, Are you planning on living in the house? Um, If you're not, please know. And Brad, our premier lender, he'll be the first one to tell you, Vince, this may have been so basic, we don't even have to say this on the radio. I'm saying it from a lawyer's perspective. You must- They'll never know. You must- They'll never find out. (laughs) Right, right. That's what I'm afraid (laughs) of. You must tell the lender- If you're going to owner-occupy, if it's going to be your primary residence or not.
1: Is that considered a default on the mortgage and they can
2: evict you? Yes. Uh, From a legal perspective, you're signing in multiple locations, not just on the mortgage loan, but also an owner's affidavit, owner's occupancy affidavit, that it will be your primary residence. And I am not- I am not disparaging the lenders for requiring this. In fact, the reason why we get such low rates in America, the reason why we get such good interest rates for home ownership is because not only the government, public policy, the benefits to society, but the lenders know that you are a good risk if you're going to live in the premises. Yes. And if you're going to rent it out, if you're going to have non-owners, renters in there, I was a renter. God bless renters, but they don't take care of properties like homeowners. Because they don't they, own it. They don't own it. They are a greater risk to the lender. They are a greater risk because you have to not only keep and, ma- keep and maintain the property, but there's money changing hands multiple times to pay off a loan. So the interest rate actually is higher for commercial or oh, tenant space. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Look
5: at this. Uh, Brad? I'm learning here. Uh, I was going to say, you haven't been listening to me the last year and a half? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other thing I was going to point out, though, is um, it's not just honesty about living in the property, though maybe you were going there, but also don't try to hide stuff from a credit perspective and bankruptcies and all I that other gifts stuff and
2: coming up. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're not, the lenders are going to find it out and then you're going to have a deal go bad. And that pre-approval letter may not mean anything because they don't do as deep a dive on credit for pre-approvals. They do for, and, full and
1: also what I was thinking, Vince, yes. maybe you have it in your points. I'm getting ahead of myself. You're selling your house and there's some defects, defects on the foundation, on the perimeter. I'm going to nail some plywood over it.
2: Yeah, I'm you're not going to see the cracks. After the lenders <laughs> and I know time is a premium, but um, And we
1: got Charlie Belfontaine next, but yeah. we'll, we'll explain that.
2: Well, the be other honest. thing you want to be honest with your lender is don't take any gifts for, with from family for the down payment or or to add to the kitty to the pool of money you're bringing to closing without telling them. Tell your lender all sources of income. Don't go out and buy some furniture or, or a seadoo uh, Yeah, but my summer. grandparents
1: are from the old country, and they got a lot of cash in that, the attic and
2: in the mattress. That is wonderful, but you <laughs> must source funds. I know I'm getting into lending area, but this is about being honest okay. with your lender. Um, then you want to be honest with your counterparty, whether it's a seller or a buyer. When you're the uh, seller- You want to be honest about the condition that's getting into Charlie's area, of course. But you don't want to conceal anything. You don't want to pull the uh, uh, party deck furniture and the uh, table over uh, the rotted wood on your deck uh, at that one spot to conceal it. um, The vinyl tile is
1: cracked and and worn so i 'm going to put a throw rug over there right that. you
2: don 't want to just paint over a water stain. I mean obviously if you <laughs> repaired and sourced the water stain, okay, but you want to be honest and then lastly, as as a buyer as a buyer, you don 't want to use the inspection report as a sword. You want to be honest with the inspection report, where when you approach your sellers you don 't just you know, shoot for the moon. And jeopardize a deal, ask honestly of a seller what you want them to address, because it's in your best interest as a buyer. You might scare away your seller. Nice. And Vincent Riccio, how can somebody get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, you can go to our website, reallawchicago.com. We're on Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, you can call us at 312-263-0010. And my favorite spot, all the smiling <clears throat> faces, at realestatereveal.com, Randy.
1: Fantastic. Vincent Riccio, speaking about great information, moving right along here. Warranties and guarantees from a home inspection, from the home inspector, too. I didn't even know there were any. Well, in studio, we've got the premier inspector from Chico- Chicagoland Home Inspectors, Inc. Yeah, that's Charlie Belfontaine. Good morning,
6: Charlie. Good morning, and thank you for having me here. I have listened to a bunch of the past episodes. Nice, and I do have to say that I've been really impressed with everybody on here. So well, you're thank part you. of
2: the family now, brother,
1: yeah. and I'm
6: humbled to be part of it. Well, so and I want to thank you. I'm
2: glad my money went to good use for that
6: plug. There, amen that was- <laughs> to that. No, so you- I didn't know.
1: Uh, I know that you guys go out and do home inspections. Right. I didn't know there's guarantees and warranties.
6: And it varies. All right, home inspectors are not a commodity. They're they're range all over the board. So. As a consumer or a real estate agent looking to refer a professional, you're going to want to find that right fit for you. And you know
1: right? what? We're coming up to a quick break, break, Charlie, and I don't want to rush you at all. This is some valuable information. Warranties and guarantees from home inspectors. Wow. This is Charlie Belfontaine. When we come back, we'll get more of his uh, expert advice. Uh, and then a little bit later, we've got the president and owner of Commercial Lending X, Yeah, Brad Hedick. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Have a lot of fun in the studio every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. You are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. And I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And thank you all again for making this your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And right before the break, this is a good question. I didn't know this. Warranties and guarantees from home inspectors. And we've got the premier um, home inspector himself of Chicagoland, the president of Chicagoland Home Inspectors, Inc., and he's also the president of Illinois Association of Home Inspectors, I believe. What a resume on this gentleman here, Charlie Belfontaine.
6: Thank you. So, for the most part, home inspectors don't have any warranties or guarantees. I would say ninety percent of the people um, that are in the same field as myself, they just don't offer any sort of guarantees or warranties. Um, we get, you know, home inspectors are human beings. We make mistakes. As much as thorough as we want to be, as long as we take doing our inspections the tools, equipment, everything else, we are not perfect. In fact, I've been doing this long enough and training enough people that we've had groups of 15 people go two different times on a house. And I assure you that each time, and this is over a 15-year period, never once did both sides ever find everything the same. One side ended up finding something that the first side didn't, and then vice versa in the afternoon when we switched houses. So we see this, and we thought about it, and there's some companies out there that offer warranties and I know there's, we're not the only company that does this. There's other people that do it. But we'll put a 90-day warranty. We purchase this out of the fee paid to us. Okay. And we purchase these through an outside third-party vendor. And they'll do 90 days on structure and mechanical. They'll do 90 days on any new mold, visible mold, I okay. should say, that appears up there. They'll do five years on the roof. You know, so if it leaks over that five years, you're going to get some financial relief of about $2,000. they are not going to replace the roof, but they'll repair it. Uh, the sewer line, I think, is the bigger one. And that's around 3000 And that also goes for 90 days. However, whenever we do a sewer scope with the inspection, then the warranty company extends that up to a year. And then there's also home buyer warranties. The same company, if they buy it through, a, through the same company that we purchase them through, then they extend those 12-month warranties all the way up to 18 months for the same price, which is pretty decent. And there's a new product out there that I'm looking to investigate. And it looks like it's going to be about a $500 extra fee, but it's an insurance company that is going to insure the property up to a year for stuff that we miss. Get out of here. I love it. You and me both. All right. Just because (laughs) home inspectors are human, we do miss things. And we're investigating this. Of course, it's not something we're going to be able to build into our fees, but it is something that we're going to offer as an option. Absolutely. That's amazing.
2: 22 years. uh, Been a practicing attorney 22 years. This isn't about me, but here's my point. I've never heard an inspector give such guarantees or information. That's amazing.
6: And the rationale behind it is you move in, you buy the house, And then all of a sudden, your furnace goes out on you. It's a punch in the stomach, for crying out loud. And not only that, but it makes people feel like they've been deceived. We could be as honest as you said. And by the way, I love that honesty stuff that you were talking about.
2: Even though you don't know Billy Joel, my friend. I do know Billy
6: Joel. (laughs) He's like one of my favorites. And I I agree with Randy. You should have sang it. This Uh, is all your fault. It's not mine. It
2: was the tone. It was my (laughs) (laughs) groaning.
6: No, but to me, it's a... A good thing for our clients, give them the peace of mind, help that transaction go through plain and simple and um and you know what all home inspectors are not alike and you've been in the business for thirty plus years. you're the
1: president of this you've been on the board of that you teach there's a difference between calling several other home inspectors than calling you i i'm I'm so happy and you know privileged to know you because. Um, I would refer you to everybody I know because it's peace of mind after you and your crew get in and out of the house.
6: Thank you. That's a a very nice, humbling uh, comment to make. We do use more equipment and everything else than pretty much any competition. That's what we went for. We charge more, too. So there's the negative about us.
1: Hey, uh, you know what? People say, hey, how much do you do an appraisal for? They asked our realtors, hey, how cheap is your commission? They asked Vince, how cheap is you going to charge for closing? $200? How much you?" Go? It's not about the fee. It's about peace of mind.
6: You're a professional at what you do. How can somebody get a hold of you, Charlie? Um, well, first of all, this Real Estate Revealed website yeah, Real phenomenal. Yeah, You know, as the new kid on the block, I did go through that, and I looked up everybody else's bio here, which are some pretty impressive people. Then there's thehomeinspectors.com. And our phone number is 312-544-9180.
1: Fantastic. Charlie Belfontaine. I love saying that last name, Belfontaine. Wow. Speaking of great information, we've got, again, in the studio, yeah, this guy's the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. And he was talking about between interest rates and changes to the SBA 504 loan program, now really is the time to refinance your owner-occupied
5: commercial loan. Brad Hedick. Well, thank you, Randy. And as we've been discussing off and on for the past year, I mean, interest rates continue to be at all or near all-time lows. And we're still getting commercial loans done consistently in the 3% to low 4% range. And just as an example, just the other day, we got an investment property acquisition loan for a daycare facility done on a 10-year fixed rate at 3.5%.
2: Amazing.
5: With the same community bank, we have... a refinance coming out of an SBA 7A loan of a car wash, which is a higher risk property at 3.5% fixed wow. for 10 years. Commercial um, at
2: 35
5: Yeah, and to be honest with you, you would think well, wait, those must be like 50% loan-to-value or something. They're up to 75% loan-to-value. The one was a wow. purchase at 75%. So there are lenders out there still being very aggressive and offering some great rates. And
1: you know what, Brad? We're coming to a quick break. I don't want to rush you at all. This is amazing. If, you're a com- if you have a commercial business or industrial other than residential, Brad Hedick is one of the best in the industry with the lowest rates, and uh, he knows what he's doing. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you all so much for making this your Sunday habit. We come back... For the Real Estate Revealed radio show, more of Brad Hedick.
0: Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella.
1: Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show, and I can't stop dancing in the studio. I love the music. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. In studio is the president and owner of Commercial Lending X, Brad Heddock, talking about if you have a commercial uh, business and uh, between interest rates and the changes to the SBA 504 loan program, now is the time to refi.
5: Yeah, so as I was just saying, I mean, rates continue to be at all-time lows. And with inflation creeping up, I mean, I think it was at a 13-year high of 5.4% last month. You know, you got to figure that rates are going to go up. So, if you got a loan maturing in the near term, any sort of commercial loan, it's worth looking at now what you could lock it in for for five, seven, 10 years and take advantage of these low rates, much like you would your home mortgage. Now, on top of that, there have been some revisions to the SBA 504 loan program that could also benefit a lot of borrowers. Um, Historically, this program is only used to buy commercial properties um, that are 51% or more owned or 51% 51% or more owner-occupied by a business. But with the Great Recession, they now allow you to refinance already owner-occupied properties into the program. And then just at the end of July, the SBA will now allow you to refinance other guaranteed debt, which means you can now refinance an SBA 504 loan that you already have that's at a higher rate or an SBA 7A loan, which tend to be at a variable rates, into a fixed-rate SBA 504 product. And uh, this is a huge change um, because it will allow a lot of people that maybe have a higher rate today to take advantage of where rates are. And really, the biggest qualifiers you just got to prove you're going to get a 10% savings. Hmm. So um, that's
1: great news. What you're telling us here?
5: Yeah. So right now, most SBA 507A loans, excuse me, are priced at prime plus 2.75%. Prime plus 175 to 275, which today would be a rate between five and six percent. Um, An SBA 504 rates last month, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this real quick. Um, but they were at 2.86 percent for the 25 year fixed. <laughs> Get out of here! I love 2.74% it. And 2.74 percent on the 20 year fixed. So you start talking. I mean, if you're at a five percent rate, I mean, you're way above. Call plan headache is what I'm saying. And so the way the 504 program works is that on a purchase, yes, the borrower has to bring 10 percent capital to the table. The SBA funds 40%. The bank funds 50%. Bank rates today in that 35 to 4% range. So when you combine that with the 275, you ended up with a blended rate between both, below 3.5%. Um, on the refinance program, the debt can be split 50-50 SBA and bank. And you just have to have 10% equity in the property. So you can also refinance other business debt into it that's not even related to the real estate. So if you have a line of credit and you can prove you use that money for the business and you've got equity up to that 90% mark, you can possibly roll that in. So now not only are you refinancing that debt on a long-term fixed rate, um, but you're also getting to amortize it over 20 or 25 years. Whereas historically, maybe that's a piece of equipment you had to pay off over five years or it's a line of credit that you're going to be paying interest on forever if you don't do something with it. So. Um, if you have an owner-occupied commercial property with this 504 Refinance Program, it is really something you should strongly consider. Hey,
1: absolutely, from listening to what you're saying. Oh, my gosh. How can somebody get a hold of you, Brad Hedick, for more information about this great information?
5: Yeah, so uh, best way is email Brad at CommercialLendingX. That's X as an x-ray, dot com. Or call me at 630-988-4852. Brad Hedick, commercial Lending X, And hey, have you been out to the website?
1: If you missed any part of today's show, no big deal. Starting tomorrow, r e v e a l e d. R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com is the website for the show. You, there's photos there. There's biographies. There's testimonies. There's just amazing information there. And more videos today on Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Um, wow, where did this hour go? Thank you all so much again for making us your Sunday habit. Be well. Make it a great week, and I can't wait to see you here next Sunday morning here on the Real Estate Revealed radio show. And as I always like to finish with, be good to yourself, be good to others, and tell someone each day that you love them. Thank you. Thank
6: you. It's a fact. All cars will eventually break down.